Howdy, welcome to the show. Uh, today, we are going to re-record a show because mm. <laughs> we are the kings of technology and totally messed up um, a recording that was actually a really cool show. So we're going to try it again. So Bobby, you remember the, uh, the the social media show we did where you were like asking me, who are you following? Like It was just kind of a yeah. fun... Um, I want to do that again. And I think yeah. I have better answers this time, but... Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, I forgot all of mine. I had yeah. answers the first time and now I'm like, I don't remember who I said. So yeah, I pull up other people now. Well, do you remember like the premise of that or do you want I think to the premise wasn't, wasn't the premise just like, who are people that you kind of follow in the digital marketing space? Isn't that what it was? Or people that are I think just it was just like following stuff? on social media. Like who are you consuming? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, I've, I've got, I've got pulled up a couple. I've got a few. Okay. Um, cool. Most all on Twitter. Uh, right, okay. Interesting. Twitter. Yeah. I think so. Interesting. Um, is that the main place that you're like consuming content? Yeah, I actually, I mean, I don't know the last time I opened up Instagram, I haven't been looking at Facebook other than like, you know, our, our community and stuff like that. Um, I don't look at Facebook at all. I've been looking at Twitter a ton. I don't know why. I don't know why I've been looking at Twitter a ton, but I have been, I don't know. I've been, I've been into Twitter lately, but I don't actually, I, part of me is like not wanting to be into Twitter as much as I am. I was like, Mm -hmm. I think I need to like get rid of this on my phone because like I have found myself getting sucked into it a little bit. And, um, I've, I've realized I haven't cured, I haven't done a good job curating my Twitter. And so like, I have a lot of, especially since Elon took over, I feel like a lot of my feed has changed. Um, and I'm trying, I'm trying to go back and actually like curate it to stuff that's useful and, and business stuff and personal finance stuff. So I'm getting back there, but in the process, I'm yeah. going to find new people to, to follow. Well, I'll, I'll share just like a couple of like kind of how I consume content for people that are interested because I think it might be useful. So I've actually started consuming more since I started creating content because I just, I had gotten to like a zero consumption place almost. Um, mm-hmm. And because it was just like distracting. But then when I started creating content, I realized that you have to get new ideas and you have to hear other people talk, not so you can like, take their ideas, but because they say something that makes your mind go that like knocks a screw loose and takes you down like a rabbit hole. So um, I've been like very intentional about what I consume. And even though the main place that I'm creating content right now is on TikTok, it's probably where I consume the least. Um, I try to pay attention and curate that to see kind of like what is trending and what's working now and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I don't do a ton of consumption on there because um, I'm not sure how much to trust some of it. I think it's kind of the wild west. And I think the barrier to entry on TikTok is pretty low. Um, right. But the nice thing about that, you know, if you're a creator and you really know your stuff is that it's very easy to stand out um, and provide a lot more depth and, and and be unique there compared to somewhere like Twitter that's more established. So right. um, not really consuming as much there. 
YouTube by far my biggest consumption platform. I treat it like a, a podcast. I listen to videos and I listen to podcast clips. Like I basically will scroll through YouTube, save to my watch later. And I have that if I'm cooking, you know, whatever. Um, so that's kind of my biggest area. Um, and then Twitter, I've been, I've gotten into Twitter a lot too. Yeah. Um, I like the, the ability to sort people into lists. Um, and the, not that now you can, you can bookmark tweets and you can categorize them. And so, um, I'm using Twitter more and more, uh, for really for ideas and, and just cause I, I think it's interesting. I, I like reading, you know, stuff and sometimes like an educational type thing is like, if they've taken the time to, to write it and be concise, it's usually more powerful. Yeah. Um, whereas like, if you really want to go deep on an issue, maybe, you know, YouTube is better, but, um, I like that part of it. So that's kind of like, I'm finding myself reading these curated lists on Twitter kind of in the evening. Um, and I'm listening to YouTube when I'm driving, when I'm cooking, when I'm working in the, on the property, stuff like that. So, um, and I'm, I'm not on Facebook at all. And honestly, Instagram, um, there's a couple of coaches that are old school that I might look at their posts, but, I'm mainly just like looking at memes people send me. Like that's really <laughs> all, all Instagram has turned into. But yeah, um, I mean, what's that like for you? I mean, are you using anything? Man, I just I look at Twitter, but I don't I don't you I never use the the social media platforms to their full functionality. Like I know that you could do lists, and I know you can do all that stuff, and I haven't been doing that. I'm not really sure why. I think it's like I don't actually like put time into. I don't know. I don't really put time into social media, like trying to figure out how to do it the right way, like as far as like consuming it, but I still do find myself scrolling. I I think I I actually just like kind of habitually do what a lot of people do. And I just like grab my phone and look at Twitter while I'm like sitting on the couch or something. Um, But I actually find that like, I, I am most interested in the things that I disagree with. And so I just, Mm. I don't know. I just like keep, (laughs) I kind of like I'll scroll through and I see all these things that I disagree with. And I like internally start getting annoyed. And then I'm like, okay, I got to put this phone down because I'm just getting annoyed because I don't like to actually tweet. So I tweet back at them, but I just like, that's stupid. I don't like that. I don't believe that or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. I do more of that than like finding inspirational content for myself, which is really interesting to me. That's why I used to not like Twitter because I would go on there and I felt like it was like all these young bro marketers that were, you know, remember when Chris went on a tear and he was like using all of the same like guru quotes, like, oh, I, there's yeah. a lesson in that, you know, like that was a big thing. They would post something and say, there's a lesson in that. Like, and I would get so frustrated between that and like the politics, I would like get angry. Yeah. And so I was like, Twitter's not a safe place for me. And then the, it started to change. And when you started to have the lists and you started to have, um, and they started doing the tweet threads. I was like, well, this is becoming more valuable. People are putting higher quality content in there. It's almost like mini blogs. And that's when I started to get interested in it again. Um, right. And I specifically remember we're getting ready for coming up, you know, in July, I'm, I'm going on this 4th July trip. And last year, I remember kind of rediscovering Twitter and reading a lot and starting to create some of those lists, but you should definitely check it out because one of the nice things about the lists is you can put people in the categories. So like, do you want to have politics, sports, finance, business, like whatever you can kind of categorize them to look at what you want and have it be clean, but there's no ads in lists. 
So if you look at your For You page or your following page, there are ads and there are tweet suggestions. And I I don't care. I don't want right. to be suggested random people, um, especially when every other suggestion is like an AI guru, which I don't right. want to see. Um, so I think you would like the lists. I think it'd be a better user experience for you. I'm sure <laughs> it's probably better than me just going in there and like getting annoyed by people yeah. or just not believing. I'm so scared. I don't know. As I get older, I'm like so skeptical of everything and that's probably sure. normal. Um, but like I've been in the online industry now for eight, eight years, something like that, seven, eight years. And I used to believe everything and be really inspired by everything. Like, Oh, this is so great, man. That story is so cool. Now, like when I see a story, like one of the people I was going to bring up, um, uh, well, there's actually two Cody Sanchez, Cody Sanchez. Yeah, I know who that is. Yeah. She buys boring businesses. And then you've got Alex. She's Wimosi. the, she's the, um, the one that does the, she bought the laundromat laundromat. Uh, that's yeah, her yeah, big yeah. things. The laundromats. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like her and Alex Hormozzi are very similar. Like, I, I feel like they're, they're kind sure. of like a similar business concept type. I don't know, not smart business concepts, but they're acquiring companies and they're talking about all the stuff. But at the same time, I don't believe anything they say. And I don't think that that's fair uh, to them, but I just, I look at the stuff that they're tweeting and that they're saying, and I'm like, I think half of this is bullshit. Like I just, something, something in my, like my the numbers know, spidey senses and stuff. Thing, I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, okay, Cody, this could totally be true. I, I, you know, to be fair, like this might 1000% be true, but it's like, I bought, you know, 75 businesses doing a hundred million dollars in revenue. And I'm like, okay, operationally, like, because I have, I have employees now and like, we're starting to put together a real team structure and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, okay, buying 75 different businesses. Like, what does that mean to run 75 businesses? And like, does that mean that she bought them out? Right. And I'm sure she talks about this stuff, but like, I'm just like the claim of like, I bought 75 businesses and now we're doing a hundred million in revenue. Like, is that a hundred million top line? Is that a hundred? Like, what is that? Or is that a hundred million projected? Like the, nobody talks about that stuff. So then I sit there and I go like, I don't know if I believe this because they're leaving out the stuff that like a business owner would talk about. So like, that's, that's where I go, but I don't think that that's fair you know, because it probably is legit. You know, they're just marketing themselves. So that's what I get. I, I scroll through Twitter and find stuff like that. And then I get annoyed by it and I don't tweet anything. Well, and it's also hard. Cause I see this like with TikTok content and it's like, if you start to get into the real stuff, like if you get too in depth crickets, yeah. Right? Well, yeah, I know that's and, tough. Yeah. And, and so it's this like balance of the stuff that's going to get you eyeballs and it's going to give you growth and then creating that depth. So, so that's hard, you know, and I don't, you know, that's something I'm always trying to navigate. Like, what is that? Like yeah. what's, you know um, no, but that's interesting. Yeah. I, I take a lot of things with a grain of salt. Um, you know, I, I think a big thing when I, I think about now when I am, um, thinking about who I'm consuming is have they, are they living the life I want or are they living an aspect of the life I want? I really do like to categorize people. And so if I can have somebody that's like, you know, the person that I'm going to listen to for business or, you know, faith or family, like those are not always the same people. Yeah. So I think that's a really important thing, but yeah, you have to, you have to wade through all that nonsense. You know, I like, it's funny. You mentioned Alex, like I've got his, his book, like sitting, just happened to be sitting here on my desk, right? you know, and like, that's a fantastic book. Oh, but, there's no doubt. The guy's really, really smart. Yeah. Like, fantastic uh, book. And some of his stuff, like I watched a YouTube video, his the other day was incredible, but I don't like most of his tweets. 
Yeah. I mean, it, and that's, I think what it is like, everybody has, I, I think it's part of that where it's like, they've got to do the tweets for engagement. You're trying to grow the audience and you have to do, you have to say things like they're like, you have mm-hmm. to say things that are not outlandish, but you have to make stretch claims, not have to, but it seems like you have to make stretch claims to be able to like get real traction. But like with somebody like Alex and, uh, and his wife, it's like, you, you hear them talk about things and they're really smart, but like never see, like, I, I want to see it. Like these businesses that you own, and you're telling everybody that you're doing, you know, a hundred million dollars or whatever, like, okay, show me the businesses. Like, I want to see what those look like. That's what I'm interested in. And they never sure. really seem, at least on the surface, they never seem to, to show it unless you buy something, I guess, maybe, I don't even know what they sell. He says he has nothing to sell you, but I think that he's just trying to acquire your companies. Um, but then it's well, like his, this- yeah, I think his thing is like, I have nothing to sell you. I'm going to give you all the information to help you get to 3 million. And then at that point, then if you're gonna- interested in working with us, that's when, but then that's what I what I want to know. What I like, I really want to know, just as a business owner, is like, okay, are you buying a minority stake in a company and then claiming that all of the revenue is yours, or are you buying majority stakes? Or are you buying them outright? Like when it when it comes to like the big number income claims, I'm like, oh, there's so much, there's so much right. just like nonsense that you can do with numbers like that, um, especially when you're talking about acquisitions, like okay, you own ten percent of a million dollar company, and so are you saying that you do a million dollars and you run that company for a million dollars a year. Right. So I don't know. That's the stuff, what I wish they would share and maybe they do somewhere. Um, and maybe I just haven't done a good enough job of like really digging in and trying to follow what I wish these like guru people would share is like, okay, cool. Like operationally, how do you acquire like the business owner? I mean, wants to know that, like, how do you acquire a company like that? And then like inject your operations into what they're doing. Like, I want to see that. I want to see what that looks like. Cause it's yeah. really interesting to me, but I don't, you know, it's like the stretch claims of like, you know, we're doing a hundred million a year and we own five companies. It's like, okay, well, you know, like a supplement company and like, a, like, what does that, what does that actually mean? You know, sure. how much money do you actually get? It's, it's similar to like the Gary V concept of I'm talking about all the big trending, you know, social media stuff, showing you that I know how to use social media. I know how to grow an audience. Like I know how to um, have authority. I've made money before. And then like that's the social proof to get the real clients. Like yeah. Gary Vee's audience is not the people consuming, like the, his customers aren't the people consuming the social media. It's then Pepsi goes, oh, he knows how to get eyeballs. I'm going to go hire him. And it's yeah. kind of the same with with Alex. And, you know, it's really interesting. I um, I went a couple months ago, I went to a conference in Houston. Um, it was a lot of mindset people, but there was some, some business stuff too. I went to go uh, visit uh, Brian Grasso. Uh, go meet him in person uh, for the first time. And one of the speakers was somebody named Martha Creaky. I think that's how it's pr- pr- pronounced. It's like K-R-E-J-C-I, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you can look her up on, on uh, you can look her up on Instagram if anybody's interested. Uh, really interesting account um, or, or person. And she's basically built her entire business around affiliate marketing and, and, you know, blogging, social media and that kind of stuff. And I think she teaches people about affiliate marketing. Um, but one of the things that really stood out to me from her speaking was that you have to be teaching the basic one-on-one level stuff to even be in the conversation. And so when you're coming up with your social media strategy and you're putting content out there, you have to be talking about that beginner level stuff, even if you want to work with the more advanced people, because you need the reach. And, and I think this is a lesson that we kind of learned, you know, last year with our course growth accelerator program is that, you know, we were, we have some amazing clients that 
have this business and they're trying to scale. Um, but we were reaching so many people that were just like, how do I start? How do I create a course? We were trying to help people market and scale. Yeah. And you, you have to go and talk about the creation and what tool do you host on and all of the beginner stuff to get out there. But that's how you get the attention of like, well, as it's going to that, that more advanced person is in that category. And so I do wonder, you know, with that, like how much of it is, yeah, maybe he's not talking about like, how do I acquire, how do you do this, that, and the other, but that's how you reach those people. Um, you know, that's why I think about, so it's tough, man, because I, I totally understand where you're, what you're saying, where you're, where you're coming from. I guess I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit. Um, I don't mind. And, and I think I... it's like, and, and I don't know the answer, but I, I think like, I get it from a marketing perspective, but like, that's the stuff I want to know too, but I'm more interested in the advanced stuff like you are. And mm-hmm. that's not most people. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just, it's, it's just interesting to me. I don't, I, again, I think it's just because I'm naturally becoming skeptical of like social sure. media. Um, because I'm just, the, the questions that go through my mind are like, okay, well, if you're so successful and you're doing a hundred million dollars a year and who know what that, who knows what that means? Like, why are you tweeting? You know, like, why aren't you just growing the operations of your company and just like expanding that instead of like trying to do something else? You know what I mean? Like it just, it's like the energy where you're, where they're spending their energy is interesting to me, but, um, well, because like, he's, he's not the, you know, he's not the operational guy. Sure. So maybe, yeah. I mean, maybe, but yeah, yeah that's I don't know. Question. That's the thing. I just don't, it's, but it's not just them. Like, cause I, I think that at some level, they're probably very legit. Um, I, I, I question some of the claims and everything and like how the numbers are, are presented, but like, I don't know. I've just seen a lot. There's just a lot of it on Twitter though, that I'm just like, man, there's a lot yeah. of people that are really like selling themselves, but they're also saying they've got these huge businesses. And I'm like the, the amount of energy, I've got like four employees now. And then we have laptop empire student. I'm like the amount of energy that it takes to run that. It's like, maybe there's just something wrong with me, but I'm like, I don't know if I can like build a bunch of audience and do all of the infrastructure and do all the, the people management yeah. and all those different things. But maybe they've just scaled to a point where it doesn't matter. And they got bored, but I don't know. It's just, a, like I said, I'm very skeptical of these things, but I also think there's probably truth to it. And I haven't done a lot of like effort into like really digging. Um, but I do like people like uh, Patrick bet David, I think that's how you say his name. Yeah. Um, because he took, he t- I mean, he is a legitimate business. Like he just got a minority share in the Yankees. Like this is a guy that's like built. He's oh, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. He just announced that. Um, and he, I feel like he talks about more legitimate business stuff and it's like, he's doing, he's also doing content and he's also doing those things, but it doesn't seem like he's trying to like sell anything. It seems like he's just trying to like he seems like he does the podcast stuff and does the audience stuff because he genuinely just really likes it and wants to teach people. Yeah. Um, that's the he, vibe I get from him. I don't get the like, a, scammy vibe. There's an interview he did and he talked about why he started doing it. I'm trying to think of the comedian um, and they just like, they have like a bunch of chairs and it's usually mm-hmm. like him. And then there's the person being interviewed. And then there's like a couple of people over here and like one more over here. I, I can't think of his name. He's got a mustache. Um, mm, I know who you're talking uh, about. I don't know his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think off the top of my head. But anyway, um, he was interviewing. Uh, I was watching them, and he was asking about that. He's like, "Look, you know, I build up all this stuff in the real estate, and then he was doing the YouTube thing, and and it wasn't doing much. And he basically like he he started off about the business, and it was generating business, and he kept going a step further and a step further, and he didn't intend to get into talking about." 
politics and current events and and uh, the economy and all those kind of things. But it just got to a point where he'd gotten so big and those things were there. And he was like, I think I can bring a, a different perspective. Um, and yeah, he's making money in all those ways. He's making money from his businesses. Um, yeah. He's making money from his show. I think it's re- one of the things that was really interesting from that. He talked about, um, he did not start talking about politics and current events until he exited his business. And he was like, it would have harmed my company and the ability to get investors and to get an exit. If I'd been talking about that stuff, then no matter what side of the aisle you're on, because if I was doing that, then it's easy for somebody to go, Oh, you know, well, we wanted to buy the business, but he said this. Um, So yeah, he's an interesting guy. Um, And, and that was, it's, it, I, if I can find it, I'll send it to you because he actually talked about that. And I thought that was, it was really fascinating. And see, yeah. I love seeing that kind of stuff. But that's what, like, he, because he sells courses and he's got subscription sure. stuff and all that stuff that he sells. I just don't feel like he's, he doesn't come across as like the guru type to me. It's like he comes across as like a guy that like knows a lot of stuff, has built legitimate businesses, and is just like a smart, I don't know, there's something different about the way that he approaches content versus the way that like an Alex Hormozy or somebody else approaches it, where it like, your, your like scam meter just like starts going off with them because of the claims that they're making. It's like, you can't really, they don't really seem yeah. to share much of the behind the scenes stuff or talk about the real stuff that happened, but I don't know. That's I, just my, my circle. I think thought. about, um, there are certain people, uh, just cause I, something I saw the other day, I, I, I saw a video of Jesse, uh, Itzler, um, mm. you know, so he, he owns an NBA team, um, or he's at least a partial the Phoenix team, right? He's yep. at least a partial owner. Um, and he's done a lot of other stuff, um, came up through the music industry. Um, he's his wife is the founder of Spanx. I mean, they're like a you know, like a power couple. Um, um, yeah, here's insane crushing. Did you make it all by yourself? Thank you. We can include this. Uh my son who went oh, to wow. camp recently, he just made me an omelet that's so cool. I, I didn't ask for but that's hey but you got it though awesome. man and the presentation there is like yeah um did you get you some bad. wine too what's in that is i feel that bad because i was like yeah it's a it's like a, a yeah it's a wine glass but it's like a you know like a yeti style it's water yeah. uh yeah he's like dad i made you this even, beautiful thing you're like get out of here i'm recording even ah i know i feel i feel bad no i don't feel bad i feel I mean, bad um but yeah, it's so cool. He, you know, he went in uh, his second week of summer, he did a cooking camp in town. Uh, we have this place called Art of the Meal and you can go do like a date night cooking class kind of thing. And they did a one week long cooking camp uh, for kids. And so he went every day for a week. And then on the last day, um, it he you were able to bring your, your parents or whatever and, and cook a meal, but he would bring home food every day. Yeah. Um, he loved it. It was awesome. So this is great. Got some mushrooms, some ham. So kind of going back to what we were talking about, something that I think is interesting is there's, especially with Twitter, there is like a culture and I feel like there, you have this on every platform, but it seems more established in Twitter than in other places. And so like, there's this culture of how you grow on Twitter and how you position yourself as an authority on Twitter. Um, And it's a particular type of tweet and pattern and doing threads and how you talk. And there's almost a, a feeling of you have to do it this way 
to grow and to be successful and to be part of the circle and to get the retweets and to have those kind of things. Um, and I, I, that's been something that's always turned me off to Twitter, but I think it does give creators on Twitter a more guru vibe than those same creators could have recording on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and then when you talk about, like you mentioned, Patrick, Bad David, like his YouTube channel is essentially a combination of educational videos and a podcast. And so you, it's, it's more of just like, Hey, let me share you with you what I learned. Um, and I think that that's like a very different vibe. And I, I think that's interesting. Cause that's, man, I, I deal with that all the time. Like you, you, you want to do the things that'll help you grow so yeah. you can reach more people and you can make money doing that thing and all that. But at the same time, you want who you are to come through. And I think podcasts are probably the best way to, to do that, but they're harder to grow. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure that has a lot to do with it too. I think so. I think so. Um, that's what I've kind of, yeah, I don't know. I've kind of struggled with, I mean, I always have struggled and always I've struggled for the last couple of years with content creation. Um, mostly because I just don't, it's like, I don't have, I don't feel like I have the energy for it and I don't have the want to do it anymore. I think that's actually the biggest problem. Like I I'm, I'm sure it would be super beneficial if I was like just cranking out content like I used to. Um, but I feel like the more that I've dove into like, just like building a scalable type of company, like the more I'm like, God, I don't want to do social media at all. So I'm, I'm kind of hoping that I get back to a point, like if I can like maybe hire the right people and get the right people in right seats, um, kind of hoping I can get back to maybe caring about that again. Cause I think it would be good. And I feel like I know, a lot more about business now than I used to. So I feel like it would be good for me to create content around that kind of stuff. And I even have like a personal brand. Like I actually finally, finally was able to buy the website associated to my name. Um, some other guy in like Tennessee owned it for like a band director nice. in Tennessee owned it for years. And uh, go figure like, another band director. Isn't that weird? Who yeah. Yeah. Somebody, same name owned it and uh, I could not get it. I tried for so many years and then I finally got it. Um, a couple, like two, two months ago. Um, and then now I'm like, okay, well, what am I going to, am I ever going to do anything with that? <laughs> like, and my thought is like, I almost want to just hire somebody to like help me make the personal brand. I'm like, just tell me what to say, you know, but I just, it's, I don't know. I don't have the energy for it right now, or I don't have the desire for it. So it's like, but, I'm saying that these people are doing this in weird ways or like that feel scammy, but like at the same time, like I probably should be putting myself out there and creating more of a personal brand. I just, I don't want to. You know? no, that's fair enough, man. I think it was one of those things where um, I looked back and was like, I've been doing this for so long and I haven't put the time into that at all. And when Katie started staying home, um, I was like, I have more time to do this than I used to. And so it um, it, it just made sense. And I was like, well, it, it, who cares how quickly I grow? Like right. start it now and I'll be glad that I did in two to three years. The biggest problem, you know, to me is the, um, the, what do you talk about? Especially yeah. when, you know, like <laughs> I had a conversation with a guy, uh, I, was, I was talking to somebody yesterday and I was telling him about how like you and I, when we started working together, it was like taking skills from two different worlds and putting them together. And we right. talked about how, how great the blogging community was at building traffic and building lists and building an audience 
And then, you know, with the internet marketing world, how it was like they relied on paid traffic and the constant social media posting. They weren't good at actually building a real audience or building a list, but they were really good at squeezing every single drop of juice out of it. When you combine those two things, it's like so much more powerful. Um, But the flip side of that is like, as long as we've been doing it and with us mixing all these things together, like you and I both know a lot about a a lot, you know, wow, that was a, so that's hard to, it's hard to narrow down. Like, what do you want to talk about? And can you need to, you need to get it narrowed down a little bit to grow. So, um, you know, that to me has been the biggest challenge is that like, what do I want to be when I grow up? You know, like, what do I want to, you know, what do you want to be known for? What do you want to talk about? Mm -hmm. Um, and kind of defining that. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I'm, I'm getting clarity around it, you know, but like, that's been the biggest challenge. And when I get to where I don't feel like, posting it's because i'm unsure about what direction to go yeah whereas when i feel like i have some clarity it's just like easy it comes so easy so yeah yeah you know um you've got a lot going on and you're going to be successful even without it right now so um and and when you do launch your personal brand you will have you have an established brand of people that will help you jumpstart that so i think you'll be fine either way um I'm curious. This is a question that I was thinking of. I don't think we're going to get to the who we're following (laughs) stuff. We can do that as another episode. So I want to kind of end with this question. Um, Something I was thinking about as you were talking is like, what's the ideal, what's the ideal show or account or thing to follow to you? Um, And we'll keep it in like, you know, I don't know, maybe business space or not. Like, what does that look like for you? Um, And I, I actually know. Cause it's something that like, I would love to do one day, but I haven't figured out how to do it. Um, so, I mean, you can think you about go it first. Cause I'm not, yeah, yeah you yeah. go first. So I can think about it. I would, I, you know, I love sports radio. I love talk radio. Um, I, that's, you mentioned, you know, uh, that David, like I like, um, I like his show. Not that I'm, I'm not interested in all of the topics that he talks about, but I like how he kind of has this talk show vibe. Um, and I like that more than the interview style podcast. I'm not, I'm never been a huge fan of the interview style podcast, Yeah. but I would love, I would watch it if someone created it, but I don't think it's out there. And so I would love to one day create what Pat McAfee has done, but for business, right? Like, or just, and there's a lot of radio shows that are like that talk shows in the morning, um, sports radio, whatever, but I like what Pat McAfee has done in particular, where it's him. And then there's these people that are on the team, like his yeah. crew, and they're talking about topics they're interested in. They're asking each other questions. They're talking about current events. Um, and then they're bringing people in for, for segments and doing, and doing that. And, and I love, you know, the reason that I haven't tried to do this yet is because you're making the commitment to doing this every day. Um, To me, I'm instead, I'm thinking about it and I'm like, this would be, if I can figure it out, this is something I would do when Paige goes to school. Right. When I know that I can drop the kids off at school and do that every day. Um, But I love the idea of having like a daily show, you know, with people and then I can bring you on. I can bring Chris on. I can bring in whoever, and you can do the interviews and it can be a longer interview or it can be a segment. Um, But also having the personalities in the room 
so it can be fun. You know, like I think, you know, when, when you and I, you know, when we have a team meeting, you know, like, like we did the other day, you know, and we've got everybody in there, Hudson's in there and Robert's in there and, and mm-hmm. Alicia's in there and we're just like dying laughing, you know, yeah. like I want, I want to bring that element, but in the online business world, I, to me, that would be the ideal show. And I think that if I could figure that out and find the people and like figure out a way to do it, I'm like, that's something that I could do my whole life. And if I just made enough money to pay the bills, like I would just be super happy doing yeah. that. Um, that's that's like the closest I've come to like an idea of like a dream job, but mm-hmm. I don't know how to do it. I don't know, um, you know, who would those people be? And I need to pay better attention to the, the, what do you want to call it? Um, not the trends, but like this current events and things like that. Yeah. That's interesting. So that's, I mean, you kind of like, you had your dream show and kind of like dream job wrapped up into one thing, which is, which is really interesting. I, I don't know if I have that because honestly, like my dream, like I really enjoyed like as, uh, as difficult and stressful as it is sometimes, I really enjoy like growing teams and like, I'm really enjoying like growing a, a larger company and um, something about that. I'm sure that there's like a point of a point of no return where like your company gets too big to where it's like, Oh, I've created this monster. And now it's like eating me alive. But I actually really like that. And like, when I see um, like Marco, you know, we had him on the show. He tweets a lot about like, he's kind of anti that he's like, you know, lifestyle business and yeah, all that kind of stuff. 100%. And I see that stuff and I'm like, yeah, I'm not interested in that at all. Like, because I've, I've lived that life and it's the one not- person business is like, that is the culture on Twitter. It is. And it's interesting. And maybe my perspective is a little different, well, not than yours, but like then a lot of people, just because like I've, I lived that life. Like I lived, I was a blogger. I was making a hundred grand a year and I was working in coffee shops and I just, it, it was great for like, two years. And then it just becomes so like lonely and monotonous. I was actually talking to the team about this the other day. It's like online work is awesome, but like all of us kind of have an itch to like have a physical location too, because of yep. the, the people thing. Um, and so it's like when people are really out there, like heavily promoting, like, this is the way like solo business, solopreneur, uh, one person business, like this is the best lifestyle and all that. It's like, it, it, could be for some people, but it's not as great. Like nothing is as great as it seems like it's always a balance. Um, and so anyway, so, but when it, so I don't have anything that like where I just want to do like content. Um, but if I did do something, i really want to do like a long form interview style. Like, mm. honestly, like I love what Joe Rogan does, but like an hour less, <laughs> or like, I would like sure. to keep it to an hour. Um, but I, I really want to just bring on like my personal finance friends that I've known throughout the years and like business people and not even like really like ask them a lot of questions. I just kind of want to like talk to them and record it and just, I don't know, ask you, ask for advice and stuff. Like I've had so many like really interesting conversations. Uh, like my favorite thing to do is like, just ask people for like their advice, um, that are successful people. Like there was a guy that I played golf with in Arizona on this last golf trip I went on. And this dude, he looked like, well, one, he was smoking weed, (laughs) like, which just doesn't happen very often on a golf course. But like, we got to like, the third hole. And this dude was like, he pulled out weed. He was smoking. He's like, yeah, this is why I moved to Arizona, which I didn't even know it was legal there. Um, <laughs> and, and this guy was, you would never have thought that this was like a, a successful guy, but then he starts talking and he's like, he owns like millions and millions and millions of dollars of, uh, 
farmland, like farm real estate. And he, he told, he was telling me about like, he bought thousands and thousands of acres back when it was like extremely cheap in Idaho. And now like he, the price multiplied by some insane number. So he just is like crazy wealthy. Um, and he's just, he's plays golf every day and he's just retired. And I was like, I just really loved talking to him and just asking, I was like, so what should I do? And he's like, he's like, you need to take risk. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? He's just like, he's like, you have to like, you have to push yourself. If you really want to be like very successful, you, you have to really push yourself and take way more risk than you're comfortable with. And not like financial risk, but just like, just that thing that you think is really scary. Like he was like, you have to do that. Cause he's like, you'll regret it hmm. for the rest of your life if you don't. Yeah. Um, and then he was like, the second thing, diversify, you know, it's just like a, a standard advice, but like, it was so powerful. Like though, just hearing his story and the way that he did it. And then him telling me that, like, I want to talk to people like that and just record those conversations yeah. and like, just be like the, the curious student or, you know, whatever that uh, saying is, yeah. I just want to yeah, do that. Student. But like for an hour, like, I don't want to do three hours. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's interesting. Uh, I think to me, like the, the thing with the interview stuff is the, the research and the scheduling, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's, which you would have it with what I'm talking about too. Right. Yeah. But you have that, you have the people and stuff. And that just goes, but that goes to like what you said too, about um, the one person business. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do yeah. it with not having somebody that you could delegate some tasks to and at least one person, yeah. which, you know, um, no, that's interesting, man. It's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, yeah, I just want to talk. I just like talking to people, I like talking to people. And I like, I really like talking to people that are older than me too. And just like hearing like yeah. about life, <laughs> you know, it's, I don't, it's just something I've always been interested in. And I'd almost rather talk to like, totally, like, I don't even want to talk to like internet business owners that like have reach and all that kind of stuff right. to grow it. Like I literally just want, like my friend that I play golf with, like he owns this like huge medical equipment leasing company. And same thing. You'd never really know that he was wealthy. Um, yeah. But I just, he, I would want to interview like him because it's like, he built a business from scratch in a very interesting way with like investors and like then buying his investors out and then all the stuff. It's like, that's the kind of stuff I really want to talk about. Like how the guts of it, like, how does it actually, how do you actually grow a, a huge, you know, hundred million dollar year kind of business? Not like the, you know, Hey, we do this buyer core stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, so. I totally understand. I still want to talk. I want to do the social media. That was a cool episode that we did. We'll do we that. Save one. it for another day. That can be the next one. So, yeah. um, you know, we totally just pulled the rug out from underneath y'all. But if you're watching, you've gotten this far next time and we'll next remember because that's a, that's a good one. But that, that'll be, that's a fun um, and it'll give you some time to think about it because uh, yeah. you kind of put me on, on the spot the first time we did it. And I kind of put <laughs> you on the spot with it today. So um anyway thank you thank you all everybody for watching this we appreciate it share it with your friends follow wherever you know subscribe watch our clips on youtube we'll see you next week you've been listening to the laptop empires podcast with mike yonda and bobby hoyt for more information and the resources mentioned in this episode go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast we out